living the overcoming life. Praise the Lord. Amen. Um, Revelations chapter 2, verse 18. Now, this was the Lord Jesus speaking to the Apostle John a word for the church. This is unto the angel of the church in Tyatera, write, These things saith the Son of God, who had his eyes like unto a flame of fire, and his feet are like fine brass. I know thy works and thy charity and service and faith and thy patience and thy works and the last be more than the first. Notwithstanding, I have a few things against thee, because thou sufferest that woman Jezebel, which called herself a prophetess, to teach and to seduce my servants to commit fornication and to eat things sacrificed to idols. And I gave her space to repent of her fornication, and she repented not. Behold, I will cast her into a bed, and them that commit adultery with her into great tribulation, except they repent of their deeds. And I will kill her children with death, and all the churches shall know that I am he which searcheth the reins and hearts. And I will give unto every one of you according to your works. But unto you I say, and unto the rest entire terror, as many as have not this doctrine, which have not known the depths of Satan as they speak, I will put upon you none other burden, but that which you have, which you have already hold fast till I come. He that overcometh and keepeth my works unto the end, to him will I give power over the nations, and he shall rule them with a rod of iron, as the vessels of a potter shall they be broken to shivers, even as I received of my father, and I will give him the morning star. He that had an ear to hear, he that hear, he that an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. Amen. Say it unto the who? The churches. Glory be to God. So he's talking to everyone. And usually when the Apostle Paul would write, he would say, see to it that the epistle is read by the other church. Amen. God has called us to live the overcoming life. The overcomer's life. He said, be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Anything that Jesus says to us or the word of God says to us, you know, Jesus is the word of God made flesh. Amen. Glory be to God. So whatever he's saying to us or what the word says to us is what Jesus is saying to us. Glory be to, to the Lord. Amen. Romans chapter 12. It says, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Your first part of call is to protect your body, your body from things that are unholy. Amen. And 
make it a living sacrifice to the Lord. Glory be to Jesus. Now let's go to the book of Acts chapter 15. At this time, some people had gotten to um, the brethren, hallelujah, to Antioch, and I told the brethren, even the Galatian church was involved and all of that, to say to them uh, the, the, uh, uh, that except they be circumcised and keep the law of Moses, they are not saved. And that was a wrong doctrine. So the Apostle Paul, having had contention with some of them, uh, because they came in when the Apostle Paul had left and sowed this seed among the brethren and destabilized their faith. So he had to go back and then he knew the go back and reteach. Hallelujah. And then he knew that the source, how to nip this thing in the board is to go back to Jerusalem, which is where the apostles who walked with the master were while, he, while Jesus had his earthly ministry. So they went to Jerusalem to the apostles and discussed this matter with them. And the conclusion of the conference of the elders is what I'm about to read to you. He said, then pleased, pleased it the apostles and elders with the whole church to send chosen men of their own company to Antioch with Paul and Barnabas, namely Judas, surnamed Basabas, and Silas, chief men among the brethren. And they wrote letters by them after this manner. The apostles and elders and brethren sent greeting unto the brethren which are of the, of, of the Gentiles in Antioch and Syria and, and Cilicia. It says, for as much as we have heard that certain which went, went out from us have troubled you with words, subverting your souls, saying you must be circumcised and keep the law to whom we gave no such commandment. It seemed good unto us, being assembled with one accord, to send chosen men unto you with our beloved Barnabas and Paul, men that have hazarded their lives for the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. And we have sent, therefore, Judas, which is Barsabbas, and Silas, who shall also uh, uh, tell you the same things by mouth. So they sent letter to the brethren and sent people who were also going to speak to the brethren. Hallelujah. And so it says, for it seemed good to the Holy Ghost and to us to lay upon you no greater burden than these necessary things. Note there, he said, it seemed good to them and to who? The Holy Ghost. Which means that the Spirit of the Lord can communicate in a way that people can understand. This is important for the overcoming life. It seemed good to the Holy Ghost and to us to lay upon you no greater burden than these necessary things. These what? Necessary. They are not optional. They are a necessity to the survival of a Christian. Amen. Hallelujah. It says that ye abstain from meats offered to idols. Now, you, we read according to the word spoken by the master to the church in Tyatera, which he said for the churches to hear, 
There was something that the woman was doing. She was teaching them in such a way that they were eating things sacrificed to idols. Can we go back there and look at it? Revelation chapter 2 verse 20 says, Notwithstanding, I have a few things against thee, because thou sufferest that woman Jezebel, which calleth herself a prophetess, to teach and to seduce my servants to commit fornication. Now, fornication is an umbrella word for sexual immorality, as wide as it is. That's, that's the umbrella word for it. Uh, hallelujah. And to eat things sacrificed unto idols. Praise the Lord. So, the Lord does not want us eating things that, has, that were sacrificed to idols. Amen? He does, not, he does not want me eating anything offered to an idol. Acts chapter 15. You need to abstain from things strangled and from blood and then from sexual immorality, which is fornication. So if you put your eyes on one, two, three, four things, the Bible says, from which if ye keep yourselves, ye shall do well, fare ye well. So these are guards for the body. You know all these things he's talking about here? Enter where? The body. So we keep away from these things, these necessary things. Amen. What did I say? These necessary things. If you are in sexual immorality, you are in a struggle. You need to pray your way out of it. And God will hear you. He said, present your bodies a living sacrifice. What? Holy and acceptable in the sight of God. Amen. Praise God, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. A translation says your reasonable act of worship. Verse 2, it says, and be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Hallelujah. Let's read that from the Amplified Version, the classic Amplified Version. Praise the Lord Jesus. It says, be, uh, do not be conformed to this world, this age, fashioned after and adapted to its external superficial customs, but be transformed, changed by the entire renewal of your mind. By these new ideals and new attitude. So that you may prove for yourselves what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Even the thing which is good and acceptable and perfect in his, in, 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 in his sight for you. Praise the Lord Jesus. Now. Take a note of that. Amen. Now. Living the overcoming life. Involves living. In the realm of the supernatural. It's not a natural life. 
is living the supernatural life on earth. He said, be not conformed to this world, this world's way of thinking and doing things. Amen? But be transformed by the entire renewal of your mind, your way of thinking. Renew, that is, change your way of thinking to the way that God and your attitude to the way that God wants it to be. Hallelujah. Now, it is living the God kind of life here on earth. Living the overcoming life is living the God kind of life here on earth. We live the God life here. Now, to live a life, the, the life of God, you must have the life of God. This is why anyone who's not born again cannot live the Christian life. You become a pretender. And as you keep living, you're going to be doing things that will know you're not a Christian. There is no way a dog can live a lion's life. If a lion is pretending to be a, a dog, when he tries to bark, it will roar. And everybody will know that's a lion. That ain't a dog. <laughs> to live this life, you have to be born again. Born anew. Jesus said something to us in the book of John, the first First uh, John chapter 1. Hallelujah. John chapter 1. And I'm preaching to believers, but it's important to say these things. Say these necessary things. Amen. Glory be to God. It says, he was in the world, and the world was made by him, and the world knew him not. He came unto his own, and his own received him not. But as many as received him, to them he gave, to them gave he power to become the sons of God. Meaning if you didn't receive him, he didn't give you any power. So if a man does not believe that Jesus is the son of God, he does not have the ability to live the God kind of life. Because it's not in him. Without Jesus, you cannot have that life. Praise the Lord. To them give you power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name, which were, born, which were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh. So you don't become a son of God because you were born into this world. It says, not of the will of man, but of God. So, you have to be born of God to have the God kind of life. John chapter 3. There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. The same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God. For no man can do the miracles that thou doest except God be with him. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. 
except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. So, if you're not born again and you say that you're a Christian, you're a liar. Because you can't see the kingdom. Nicodemus said unto him, how can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, verily, verily, I say unto you, except a man be born of water and of the spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. He's making it very clear. He cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, which means that which is born of the natural man is a natural man, is a human being, just a natural human being, praise God. That which is born of the spirit, born of the Holy Ghost is spirit. A living spirit. Mother, not that I said unto thee, you must be born again. So it means being born of water and of the Holy Ghost is being born again. Hallelujah. The wind bloweth where it listed, and thou hearest the sound thereof, but canst not tell whence it cometh, whither it goeth. So is everyone who is born of the Spirit. So to be born again is to be born of the Spirit. Hallelujah. First John chapter 5. For there are three that bear record in heaven, the Father, the Word, which is Jesus, and the Holy Ghost. There are three that bear witness in the earth, the Spirit, the water, which is the Word, and the blood. Now, and these three agree in one. When he said that the Father, the Word, and these three are one. He doesn't even say they agree in one. He said they are one. Hallelujah. If we receive the witness of man, the witness of God is greater. For this is the witness of God which he had testified of his son. This is the testimony that God bore concerning his son, Jesus Christ. Amen. He that believeth on the Son of God hath the witness in himself. He that believeth not God hath made him a liar because he believeth not the record, the witness, the testimony that God gave of his Son. Ah, hallelujah. And this is the record. This is the testimony. This is the witness. This is the record. That God had given to us eternal life. God has what? Given to you and I, if you're a believer. If you believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and are born again by him. Hallelujah. By his spirit. He says you have eternal life. He that hath the son hath life. Zoe, the God kind of life. He that hath not the Son of God hath not life. Now, if you never receive Jesus into your life, you don't have that life. That is what he's saying here. You see, he says, He that hath not the Son of God hath not life. Living the overcoming life involves 
living in the realm of the supernatural or living the supernatural life here on earth. Amen. It is living the God kind of life here on earth. If you don't have that life, you cannot live it. The ultimate source of and sustainer of this life which we are born into and called to live is God our Father. And the way to the Father is our Lord Jesus Christ. Through the sacrifice of our Lord Jesus Christ on the cross of Calvary. Therefore God says you cannot live that life without me. Jesus said you can't live it without me. Without me you can do nothing. 